It's Hip Hop Review Podcast. You know what time it is? Huh? French Montana. <laughs> Let's go. Nigga said that I fell off. I fell off. They see the rollie, they see the chains. Niggas know that I'm well off. I pushed the line and they stepped across. Now it's time to show them who the boss. I'm a beast sitting out the walls. My resume, you gon' <laughs> what up, Montana Pro? We are back. What's good, Will Gill? Season two, episode number Drew Breeze nine. nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, hey man, I think your hand might have gave it away, but uh, <laughs> we today we are reviewing the new French Montana album, Jungle Rules. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are listening to us on Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher Radio. <laughs> And iTunes, if you guys listen to us on a podcast on iTunes, man, make sure you guys drop a review. It really helps us out. Uh, it's been kind of dry lately, so help your boys out. Drop us a review, that five golden stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that all being said and all out the way, just in case you guys don't know who French Montana is, Vontae the Pro, yeah. let's hit him with a little background check. Let's do it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A God. I just told you. That's right. A God. French Montana coming out of the Bronx, New York. Mm. Surprisingly enough, French Montana started off as a battle rapper. Oh, what? Would have never guessed. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, he also came up slinging uh, DVDs following hip-hop beef and street music. Mm-hmm. But as a rapper... French Montana came up in the mixtape game, grinding with uh, Max B, the wavy one. Mm-hmm. The silver and, uh, surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward about 10 mixtape later, French Montana finally gets signed to Maybach Music and Bad Boy Records. Damn, okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah, so he put in that work. And from that point on, man, French just has been active, still dropping mixtapes. He drops huge singles. And uh, he, hey, he's even dated a Kardashian, and his life wasn't ruined. So, <laughs> hats off to that man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on the way, he's even dropped his uh, debut album, "Excuse My French." Mm-hmm. So today, it's only right that we uh, review his new album, the sophomore album, "Jungle Rules." Vontae mm-hmm. the Pro, how are you feeling about this French Montana album? Getting into it, uh, man. Getting into this, I felt like I felt like I was. I don't know if I was excited or not, but just because I feel like when I think of French Montana, I think about the singles. I don't really think about an album. I don't really feel like I need an album from French. Uh, excuse my French was cool. Um, I ain't worried about nothing was a smash to me, but I felt like it was more like his music was always kind of regional to me. Like it didn't, it didn't really like seem like a, see, it always sounded New York, which isn't a bad thing, but I'm a West Coast kind of guy. So I feel like that always makes me feel like, you know, I'm going to check it out because the people say I should, but me personally, I don't know if I'm jumping to listen to a French album. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really know how I felt about this. How'd you feel, Will Gill? Word. Uh, I'm going to be super upfront with it. There would be no way I would listen to this album if we weren't doing this podcast right now. <laughs> Word. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like French Montana makes music for people that do coke and that get excited for bottle service. <laughs> like, that's just not my life, man. You yeah. Know, like, uh, what I'm trying to say is French Montana make club music and your boy don't be in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's just a disconnect with French Montana and me, but... Uh, I understand why people like him. Uh, his singles, I do like them when they are on the radio. Yeah. So, 
with that being said, man, you want to get into our highlight record? This uh, this album has 15, no, 18, 18. records. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with that being said, let's get into our highlight record. Let's do it. And tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I, I do. I, the Pro, uh... Yeah. It's time to bow down to the greatness. Yeah, yeah. I never thought I would say that about French Montana, but it's about that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Montana Pro, uh, you go ahead and take the lead with your first highlight record. All right, man. I got, I got to go first. I, feel, I kind of feel the pressure, but fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't feel no pressure. Uh, okay, so my favorite song that I, I like on this album is track number 10, No Pressure featuring Future. Um, hey. Man, I love this song. Easiest way to sum this song up is just by calling it a hit. Production, hook, overall vibe of this record, it just really grabs my attention. The, be- the beat is futuristic, and it sounds like something w- that was made in 2020. Um, French-, <laughs> French Montana, he delivers a hook that was like perfect, and it sounded aggressive at the same time because the beat is really banging, but... The, the 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 hook is very 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 simple like you don't want no pressure you don't want no pressure he, he has a definitely he definitely has a, a way of delivering it that sounds very attractive to me um future he sounds like the best version of himself which is yes he does he sounded like the best version of himself which is high out of his out of his fucking mind that is my favorite future i i love those type of records from future um some of it's just some of my favorite mo- moments that future said not future uh french said on this was um tell my bitch that i'm with my other bitch i do this shit to make my other bitch jealous and that's like some player shit like french montana might go down as like one of the best snipers in the game right now um just because like his track list i mean like man this man is blessed this man is this man is blessed so in the words of uh michael rapaport he is a legendary stick man (laughs) (laughs) A hundred percent. Oh, man. Um, but I don't know. Overall, I really like this. Um, um, besides them talking about a bunch of fly shit, this song is really talking about choppers and uh, probably will be like the anthem for the knuckleheads out there on the street with the heat. You know what I mean? Like the, the <laughs> niggas, like the, like the runners. This is going to be the, this is going to be the record they're going to be fucking with. No pressure. Everybody should check this song out. Did you like uh, track number 10? No pressure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, to speak on Future, man, I think he was needed on this album because, like, yeah. so much of this album is, like, so glossy, bright. It just feels like club records. Yeah. That, like, Future helps bring that streetness into this album that it was missing. And then his flow, when he was like, me? 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 Like, when he was ending, like, all of his uh, words with, like, a high-pitched thing, it was super dope. Uh, yeah. One of the best feature, uh, Future feature uh, versus I've ever heard. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. Well, Gail, I'm going to throw the ball back into your court. When you got through this album, what was your standout track? Yeah. Uh, I want to hop into track number seven, Bring Them Thangs. Mm, okay. And, uh, and uh, this record, just like you were saying where you said sometimes French Montana's music sound regional. Yeah. I think this song is the one that kind of proves your point. No. <laughs> yeah. More to my point, Bring Them Thangs is that New York sound. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> But the main reason I fuck with this track, man, it's uh, Pharrell's production on it is just flawless. Yeah. The instrumental is taking me back to the 90s. What I'm trying to say is that this beat sounds like Timberlands and baggy jeans. Mm. Like, if I walk into a club and I hear it playing, all I want to see is, like, baggy jeans and uh, flat-brim New York caps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the hook on this record is just filled with so much sauce. Uh 
Could have swore that was ASAP Ferg on the hook because it sounds like Ferg, but yeah. according to a genius, this is a kid named uh, Kid Daytona. Oh shit! So, but nonetheless, Firehook, Pharrell, and French both have one verse on this song, and I think it's appropriate because they're both around the same level of rapping ability. I would say, mm. and Pharrell verse I would describe as very Pharrell. Yeah, like what I mean by that, he's like rapping about oodles and noodles and poodles. You know, <laughs> he's he's on that type of flow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and French verse to close close was uh, actually pretty solid, shockingly pretty dope. Uh, he said, "Fuck a plug, we a outlet." Mm-hmm. He said, "I kill him softly, Lauren Hiller." It's like okay, I, I fuck with those. Yeah. And uh, so my favorite song on the album is track number seven. Bring them things. How you feel about that, Montana Pro? Man, I like that song a lot, but I feel like personally for me, the real star on that song is the beat. That not yeah. that boom bat, and then also the hook is also like some sprinkles on top. That shit is nice. That shit is yeah, very, that's it's a very lot of nice. flavor. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of flavor, and then every time I listen to it, I look at my shoes and I feel like I need some Tims. I need to like be stomping on the ground or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> like that shit is that shit is that. dope. Very New York. Uh, All right, Vontae the Pro. Uh, I'm going to toss the ball back to you. I know you have a second highlight record. you want to hop into that? Yes, sir. All right. So, um, man, I feel like this could have been my first highlight, but this is my second favorite song, track number two, Unforgettable, featuring Sway Lee. Unforgettable. (laughs) (laughs) Man, first thing I want to say is that um, I played this song because of French Montana, but really... The hook, the hook, yeah, the hook, and then it was crazy. I don't even know what he's saying. I'm looking up the <laughs> lyrics on, on like Rap Genius and everything. I, I'm, it's, it doesn't even make any sense, but I'm still fucking with it. Yeah, yeah Vontae the Pro. When you started uh, talking about this track, all I said was unforgettable. And that's the only word I know on the hook. <laughs> For real, you are. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's performance is just uh, unmatched on this song. I feel like I really like um, if you mix some. African drums, percussions, a catchy hook, and that Ray Shrimmer sound, and you mix it all together, you get unforgettable. Um, this beat, it sounds like something that I've never really heard before. Um, it's I, it's kind of like hard to really explain it, uh, but really, I, I mean, I guess it's just dope as fuck, really, when I think about it. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to That's really explain enough, it. Pro. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, but the uh, reason why I'm bringing up is because, like, this record, this, the reason why I'm bringing this up is this record is really unforgettable. Um, this song just delivers, like, it just gives me something that I don't get all the time, and that's a feeling. And nowadays, I don't really get feelings when I listen to songs. Like, I really catch a vibe when this song, every single time it comes on. Um, and um, this song, it just, like, it has legs to me, and it's just been moving and growing, and I feel like the first time I heard it, I wasn't impressed with it. I didn't really like it. I kind of, you know, just a typical French song. I like the beat, but it just grows on me, and I really fuck with this record a lot. Um, French Montana, he sounds like he's mumbling some fire mumble bars, <laughs> but it's still good. He doesn't get in the way. The one thing I found was interesting when I was collecting my review for this song right here is um, French Montana, he did an interview and saying that... um. Just trying to put this in context, saying that his family, he came from nothing, coming to America, not even knowing any English. His uh, mother and father, I sacrificed so much and everything to give him a better life. So, you know, it sounds cheesy, but one day he told him, he said, you know, one day we're gonna, I'm going to hustle so hard that my accomplishments are going to be unforgettable. That's the bullshit he fed us. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's good co- story, French. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Good story. Honestly. Fuck the story. I feel like overall the um, the dance is pretty dope to do and the challenge is pretty fun too. So I really <laughs> so I really fuck with this track a lot. Un, um, track number two, unforgettable. Great song. What you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Uh, Sway Lee sounds so uh, good on there that 
my first couple of listens because I usually don't look at the track list. My first couple of times listening, yeah, I thought that was the weekend, man. Mm. Uh, he sounds just like the weekend, and it's surprisingly super dope. And uh, the instrumental fun fact was actually made to kind of be on Drake's views. It was like oh, a what? last ditch uh, instrumental to make views, and it just didn't fit in, and it kind of was floating around, and finally French ended up with it. Wow. So uh, there's that's, that. That's, you love views, and funny enough, yeah. you love this instrumental. You know that same story you said about like him getting that instrumental? That's like the same story, like how French bag all his chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just I be think, out there getting passed Drake around. Left he, them. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Hey man, um, another fun fact about the song that I um I kind of wanted to talk about is saying that um Jeremiah was on the original version of this song. Um, French, oh, okay. French Montana, he originally put this song out. Um, and it just wasn't done. It wasn't mastered. It's just kind of like he just knew it was a hit, so he wanted to tease the people. Five months later, he drops the whole song. Jeremiah's not on it, which is like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I don't know how the, what happened there. But I want to I wanna ask you, Will Gill, how do you think that Jeremiah feels knowing that this song is like four or five times platinum and a really like a, the song of the summer? How do you think he feels right now? Yeah, he's probably hurt because he's a grown-up and Sway Lee is like a child. So it's like you <laughs> lost your spot to a child. That kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, to I wrap agree. up real quick, uh, the, the sound of the instrumental, what makes it real dope is that steel pan drums that like kind of open it up. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like, I don't even know what it sounds like, but it's called steel pan drums. I had to look it up. It sounds so dope. <laughs> so uh, when you hear and you hear those drums that open the record and you're like, man, this is wavy. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm, dope, dope, dope. All right, um, I got my two songs out. Out the way did you have any more songs that were your what were your highlights yeah i got one more highlight track and then we gotta hop into the general side of this pod all right what's and up? let's hop into track number 13 blackout um uh, blackout and this record hosts a smack you in the face instrumental mm. at the 14 second mark of this song when that bass hit i'm instantly hooked and the real reason i'm highlighting this record is because this track features the dress god my guy <laughs> Young Thug. <laughs> That's your best friend? <laughs> yeah, my best friend. <laughs> and uh, this Thug is just all sauce on this record. And on this song, everything, this song has everything all my young savages love. <laughs> I already brought up that hitting 808 that's all throughout this record. If French and Thug are talking that wild shit, yeah. they mixing the pills with the liquor till we black out. <laughs> and, uh... Probably the best moment on the album is when French is listing off all the reasons why he's blacking out. And the beat keeps dropping out every time he says blackout. And it's just like the vibe and the feeling of that record at that moment is perfect. And uh, I can only imagine how this record will kind of come off in the club if you're oh, drunk yeah. and feeling yourself. So uh, it's not too complicated for Thug and this instrumental. And just for saying blackout over and over, yeah. track number 13, you got to bump that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that, man. I, I like Blackout a lot. I feel like it has that heavy trap sound to me, but it's just like a with a well-polished pal- sound to it, which is kind of odd. But I feel like I will play this for some of my gym buddies. Um, and then also, like you were talking about, like I will, I will want to play this at a party and just see how this record goes off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I want to see people's reaction to it because I feel like they're definitely going up when this uh, song comes on. So this song, just all sauce, no juice. Ooh, I like that. With that being said, Montana Pro, let's go to the general side of this pod, man. Let's do it. This is Special Cloth alone. All right, man. Special Cloth. There's 18 records. I would say French got some Special Cloth on here. Yeah. And uh, so this album, 
has a lot of features. We got Chinks, Sway Lee, The Weeknd, Max B, Travis Scott, Pharrell, Zeke Nico, Quavo, Future, T.I., Young Thug, Marky Basie, and Alakine. I can't even say his name, but the uh, Jamaican <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so, Vontae the Pro, I want to ask you, man, with 18 songs yeah, and with all these features, who do you think had, like, the best showing on this album uh, without, like, talking about one of your highlight records? Can I, can I, can I give top three? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, top three. Um, I feel like I'm going to start off with my record, the uh, No Pressure with Future. I yeah, felt like, Future. Yeah, he was on point. He was on point. He was definitely high out of his, high out of his fucking mind, so <laughs> that, he's always going to sound good when he's in that mode. Um, uh, Young Thug, man, he was he was slick. He was slick with his, with his bars. Uh, like, I felt like they really, they pushed out like the best Young Thug on this because sometimes Thug just be doing like, you know, just average shit. But I felt like on this on um, Blackout, it was really dope. And then for me, my third one, um, I felt like she working featuring Marky Basie. Um, I like that record. Oh, a, wow. I, I, I like the singing a lot because I felt like with all this auto tune, with all this like harmonizing, with all, with all this like really 2017 Ja Rule ish, like, I felt like I really liked, I really like what Marky Basie goes on there because it gives it like some fresh air and like, I don't even know if there's any effects on his vocals, so I felt like that was the moment when I was like, ah, finally, okay, finally. So those are those those will be my top three. No order. Um, did you have a right. who, who do you, who do you like the most on this? Uh, what feature? Like what you yeah, like the most? Uh, one first, I have something to say about the Marky Basie What's up? hook. But that's for later in this podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay. And okay. Then I'm surprised. I thought you were going to kind of have like the same answer as me. And uh, track number 12, Stop It, featuring T.I. I, I yeah. felt like T.I. really showed up. Oh, yeah. His flow was like on the uh, double time pace. Like he was rapping pretty fast for T.I. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like the first time in a while where I felt like T.I. didn't sound like a. a a uh, late 30-year-old man with five kids with a TV show about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, T.I. sounds young again. He sounds like uh, he, he's back to getting bitches some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're so, saying. Because uh, yeah. I, I, know I know what you mean because like lately when, I, when I've been hearing T.I. on records, like he be trying his best, but it's kind of like... It's kind of like that uncle that you got that's like 40, 50, still wearing shit that like teenagers wear. It's like, you got you to let, let that shit go. So, but like, I... like. T.I. was, he was dope. I, I, so I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah T.I. sound like uh, back with how he sounded when he dropped the King album. Oh, like that, That's yeah. what T.I. sounds like on this uh, album. I agree, I agree. Um, yeah. all, right, so, uh, all right, so I want to ask you did, you, did you listen to French's last album? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> I was going to ask you more or less, like, sonically, do you feel like um, he was making a step forward or taking a step backwards with this? Uh, all right. Since I didn't hear it, but I, I've all, I obviously heard like a lot of French Montana songs just because he has a lot of hit singles. Yeah, I would say it was a step forward, but at the same time, like everything I was expecting to hear from this album, like I heard it. Mm. Like there's no surprises. Like the instrumentals are like large, they're glossy, has an 808, has a good pace to it. Yeah. Uh, the hooks are repetitive. There's a couple of hands sprinkled in. <laughs> it's like, everything on this album, it's like, you could have predicted that you were going to hear it before you heard it. Yeah. But everything sounds nice at the same time. So I'm saying it's a step forward because it does sound nice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's not anything super new. How do you feel about it, Vontae the Pro? Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of felt like he... 
I don't know if he took a step forward just because I did listen to his last album and I felt like I felt like I didn't love it, but I liked it. But I felt like on this one, I just felt like it was a I don't know. I just kind of felt like it was too early. Like, I felt like he made the decision to cross over and the people didn't. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, OK. Yeah. You know what I mean? That. So that's what that's what kind of like loses me a little bit. But I want to ask you um, just to switch topics real quick. I want to ask you about French Montana's loyalty. How do you feel about? Uh, French Montana doing like having tracks with Chinks and Max B still like on this album. How do you feel about that? Oh, I, I definitely respect it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like it, that's that's some grown up shit, man. And uh, especially with the Max B stuff, the fact that like he's still keeping Max B because to be honest, man, that Max B verse was trash. So like, <laughs> so for the fact that he kept it on his album, like man, shout out to you, French Montana, you a real one, Vontae the Pro. If yeah. like we collabed it on the podcast, like don't ever take me out, no matter how bad I am. <laughs> <laughs> for real, what, what, what do you feel about it? Um, man, I fuck with the loyalty. I fuck with the loyalty a lot. I felt like it, it, um, it says a lot about French. I do think that the Max B, I, I agree 100%. The intro track was was pretty cool. I think the yeah, one... Chinks was solid. Yeah, yeah, Chinks was solid, but one line that I really liked, liked a lot on the intro track was when he was talking about how if you don't own your masters, then hits turn, it, turn into ashes. And yeah. like that was like a dope moment because I felt like French is like showing how smart he is and just saying that like I mean that's kind of sad like if you think about like um, Vanilla Ice and um, just other records that in the past like they people didn't own their rec- own their masters and then became a hit and they're just getting fucked over and people you know what I mean like. That shit's getting played in the movie theater that you're watching the movie and you ain't yeah. getting no bread from it. Yeah, like I can't. Yeah, so that, that I get that uh, definition a lot. So I fuck with his loyalty a lot. Was there anything else you liked on this album? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to ask you because there's a lot of club records on here. Yeah, and I would say if there's one song, again, don't pick one of your highlights. <laughs> there's one song you want to hear fucked up at 2 a.m. on this album. What song would it be? Um, if I feel like, I guess I, I'm looking at the track list and um, Migo Montana, but that's just like off a of pure beat and just like flow. Yeah, Quavo. It, yeah, Quavo. Honestly, it's just sonically, it just it's a it's appealing to me. But just like if it, if I want to go up, but it's just really them niggas ain't talk about nothing on that song. But yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, if I, it says it in the in the title. Migo Montana, they didn't have nothing else to name this song about. They're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what do we talk about? He's like, I don't know. It's just us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Migo yeah. Montana. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. That's hard. So I don't really want to bash it because we're on the positive side. But, if, you know, one song that's not Sonically my highlight. Like yeah, yeah. Something that if I play it, um, I can imagine people being like, oh, this, this this, dope. Who's this? All so right. for me, what, what for, about you? For me personally, I'll go with track number 16, Famous. Oh, and it, okay. And it's just to me that's the perfect song to end the night with because like if I'm blacked out, I'm super faded, I'm singing to my old lady, feeling yeah. myself, yeah. be like, I hope you don't get famous because <laughs> uh, I fucked around and dated up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what? So uh, for me, it's famous for I like, sure. I like famous. I like famous a lot. I felt like that was one of those moments when a song finally had a little bit more substance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It the I, only song that the songwriting I felt was interesting. Yeah. A hundred percent. Super facts. Super facts. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So the last thing I really want to talk about on the positive side on with French Montana is the whole Caribbean dancehall vibe that I'm getting off of some of these records. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like 
I like it, and I feel like it's organic because it's coming from French, and he is from Africa. So I feel like I'll give him that respect. But I feel like I kind of feel like it's copy paste at this moment. You know, everybody right in the way. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like it's copy paste. And I don't know, it was, it's a cool record, the the track specifically, Formula, the one, the artist that I'm not going to even try and say either. Um, <laughs> it's a cool record, it has a cool bounce to it, but it's just like, oh, you know, another one, that's what I think. Yeah, I feel that, I definitely feel that. Do you like, I, do you like that whole uh, Caribbean vibe that he's doing specifically? Uh, I kind of have the same feeling as you, it's like, I have no feeling. It's just like, mm. it's just happening, and it's like, how do I feel about this? It's just like, literally, like, I have no answer. Yeah, 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 it's like, it's, but, uh, just, it's just a party going on next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I don't dislike it, so that I think that's why it's making it hard on me. It's like, I don't dislike it, but it is starting to become a little stale, like nobody's doing anything new with it. Yeah, I agree, I agree. All right, so is there anything else you want to talk about on this album? Yeah, I got one last thought, and then it's... uh. I'm gonna keep it on the. I'm gonna keep this on the positive side because I do low key fuck with these songs, but I'm really starting to get uh, Travis Scott and Quavo fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> Both these dudes are like on every other song lately, yeah. and like the things that are doing are like they're not new. Like everything that Quavo does, like Quavo's uh, feature on this album. Yeah, remember those soundboards that uh, used to be like pretty cool phone apps, like on Android and stuff, where like you press it and they'll make like a noise that like. You could download uh, Step Brothers soundboard. Oh, and then, like, yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. You could press uh, a line from the movie, and then, like, the soundboard yeah. will make the sound. Yeah, yeah. That's quite kind of like what this Quavo feature was like, where he said, made a, it was like, made a mill off a trap phone, then you sprinkle in some splash, some smash, yeah. Yeah. some money ad-libs here and there, and then you got, like, a pretty basic Quavo hook. Yeah. Like, Quavo didn't need to be there to record it. That's what I'm trying to say. Damn, like, That's yeah. how, like unknew everything is and then the travis feature even though i do like the song jump i don't mind it mm-hmm. but i swear travis got like five singles that sound exactly like jump yeah and so and it, like I, i'm just five, getting kind of tired of it i feel like five singles that he's put out in the last year you know not like five singles spread out spontaneous over the last two or three you know what i mean like it's just like over the top with it i get that yeah, so I, I like both songs. I don't dislike them, so I'm keeping on the positive side. But Quavo, Travis Scott, either slow down or come up with some new shit because uh, I'm getting fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dope, dope. All right, we got all the good stuff out the way. You ready to get to the negative side? Definitely. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all. Nobody. So it's very right, true. man. We got to talk about what we not fuck with. Vontae the Pro, you been taking the lead? So, I think it's appropriate if I take the lead on this one, especially since I brought it up earlier, too. All right, what's up? And uh, I think it's pretty clear what the worst song on this album is. <laughs> and it's track number 14, uh, She Working. Damn. And this song is just flat out hot garbage. <laughs> this shit stinks. You don't like that bounce? <laughs> no. So, the song is such a shameless attempt to be like a crossover record. Mm. The instrumental is on like the cheap dance vibe sound like the bounce i hear it just sounds like it sounds cheap like it's just like the most basic version of like a dance bounce you could get mm-hmm. and the mark e basie hook to me i don't understand how you like that montana pro what but it is awful he's trying so hard to come off like as a sensual singer but to me he just comes off like a 14 year old justin bieber trying to sound hard oh <laughs> 
And then the Montana verses are just filled with like auto tune flowing that like they might as well not be words because <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, the verses are so simple and gener- generic. I feel like Ballhead Pitbull wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, track number fourteen. She's working. Literally, the song is nothing. Like it's nothing. It's just the basic version of music. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's kind of weird. That song kind of sounds like the male version of Fancy. You know, <laughs> like yeah. like it's like like it's weird. It's like sonically. I can find the reasons why I personally can enjoy it. I do kind of feel like Paul's um, Marquis Basie. He sounded, he sounded the vocal sounded sexy. Like it sounded good to me. Um, that's me personally. Pause. Pause. <laughs> major pause. Yeah, yeah. Major pause. Like no, it just like the, just sonically, it's very like it just sounds really good. I felt like what they were trying to do, they executed it. Sonic the beat going back to that. I get what you're saying because like it's a simple little little baseline, little flow to it. A lot of auto-tune by French Montana. French Montana didn't even need to be on a song, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. But, like, the hook the hook and the bounce to it, I like it a lot. I feel like this is one of those records that will be played a lot more. I feel like there's a lot of records on here, a lot of club records, too. But I feel like this song will be able to stand out. That's what I think. I don't know. Yeah, well, you're Team Light Skin. <laughs> and you're a Vontator Pro. Cupcake, no feelings. So it makes sense yeah. why you would... Uh, think the Marky Basie hook was sexy. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, now that that's all out the way, Montana Pro, you want to hop into uh, your uh, dislike? Uh, yeah, I want to get into my dislike. All right, so this album, um, 18 songs, the song that I did not like the most, um, it's kind of... It, I'm going to narrow it down, and it was kind of tough to narrow it down to exactly what I didn't like, and it was track number 18, White Dress. I feel that. Um, I don't really have too much to say about why I don't like it, because like this is kind of like a general reason why I don't like some of these songs on here. It's just like, there's a whole lot of fluff to this. You know, there's not a lot going on, and then to make it even worse on track number 18... Track number eighteen is like being being at like a, a concert that you didn't even ask like you didn't even ask to go like your friends like just just kidnapped you it was like oh we're, <laughs> we're gonna go see G Easy and then like you don't fucking like G Easy and then like at the end of the concert like you ready to go that's what I feel about track number eighteen like, yeah. I, like I'm done with this fucking it's album like, uh, it's like he came out for an encore but she was already <laughs> trying to leave he was like oh yeah. damn <laughs> yeah, yeah and then my then I got homies that's like oh man let's just watch this one last no nigga like I want to get the fuck out of here. It's just really like, it just um, man. I can go on and on. This song, this this song makes me feel like we've all been on road trips. Some of us have. It just being on like a long road trip, and it's just I get that. Are you are we there yet, feeling? Like are we there? Like are we and done? That's how that. And that's how the end of this album is for you. Yeah. With white dress. I feel that. Yeah. Like it just there's nothing there. Um, honestly, I can't even say nothing specifically to talk about because there's nothing to even talk about. Um, yeah. The track number eighteen, put it in the trash. Just don't even go look for it again. <laughs> word, word, word. I got one more negative point before we uh, flip out of here. All right, what's and up? And it's it's just that I I wish tra- uh, French Montana would challenge himself a little bit more with his songwriting. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of this album is literally just hooks. It's like whatever the title of the song is, like that's half the lyrics. Yeah. Like a, like track number eleven, push up. Like that's the title of the song, and literally half the song he's saying push up, push mm-hmm. up. Push up, push up. Track number 12 is called Stop It. Half the song he's saying, stop Stop it, it. stop it, stop it. And the only time he ever switches it up is to say, tip, tip. 
tip, tip. <laughs> so it, and then like track number four with the weekend and Max B, which is like a song I like, yeah. but eventually it just sounds like it's just the weekend saying a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, and it's just like literally this whole album is just him like repeating himself yeah. over and over, and uh, it gets pretty old pretty fast. Like when you first hear it, I don't mind it as much, but with every like listen it becomes more and more predominant that yeah. prince montana is writing like just repeating phrases over and over to fill times in songs yeah and even just to like one more song i would throw into that uh to the to the to the trash can track number six hotel bathroom uh sonically large it just sounds it grabs your attention like right when it comes in you get some high sounding um uh auto-tune so it's kind of like oh okay but like 15, 30 seconds into the song, it keeps doing the same shit. Hotel bathroom. Um, yeah. And it's hotel, just... Fuck it in the hotel bathroom. And it, the song literally just falls apart as the song goes on and on, and I just continue to waste time of my life listening to this shit. <laughs> so, like, um, that's just, like, another song specifically. And I get what you're saying, because I, I like exactly what you talked about. Like, put... let First Montana, put more attention into your songwriting, not just, like, the sound sonically. Like, you know, like, yeah. a lot of these songs sound like he didn't even write it. He just went went to the booth and was just like, you know, fuck it. Let me, let me just put together an album. Yeah, so, like, like, at this point, like, I don't know if there's a difference between French Montana and DJ Khaled. Like, nah. you know what I mean? Because, like, these songs are just so repetitive. Yeah. That, like, the writing is so little that, you know. What's it like? A couple sixteens that separate French Montana and uh, DJ Khaled. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I, I feel like, man, I, I don't know how some of these niggas make it. Like sometimes, I, <laughs> like like French Montana is like the type of nigga that would make a song called French Montana, French Montana, French Montana. Like like he's just like one of those type of niggas, and it just be so stupid. But like the beat would go hard. Niggas would be like, oh, this he's from New York, you know, whatever reason yeah. or whatever. But they'll fuck Let's with the song. Let's get service to this shit, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see a couple pictures on Instagram, you see some diamonds, you like, you know what, he, the song must be good. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's easy to get lost in the sauce when the production is that good, that's for sure. A hundred percent. All right, so but, uh, so you you want to rate it or you want to, like, recommend it? What you want to do with this? Yeah, let's get into a rating. And uh, I'll take the lead on this one, you took the lead on most. And I would give this French Montana uh, Jungle Rules album... A C minus. Oh, okay. Uh, everything sounds okay. You know, the the album's not terrible. It's just a little repetitive. Uh, it's definitely a club banger album. Like, if you go out to the club, this your shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If uh, if you a hoe out there, this probably your shit too. <laughs> you know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. this is what you uh, turn up to. And so, uh, I definitely think there is a lane for French Montana and his music. It's just, like, for uh, criticizing music, for me personally also, it's just not what I'm looking for. But it's solid C-. minus. What? How do you feel about it, Vontae Pro? Man, I think you gave him more credit than he deserves. Um, oh. <laughs> for me personally, um, I'm going to just be short and simple. I feel like this is a D. I feel like this is a D-. minus. only thing that's not letting me give it an F was, like, the beats didn't sound that good. It sounded that good. It, it, it just sounded, like, large. And I honestly had... This sounds like an album, like when you individually listen to the songs, but cohesive, like wise, it does. These all sound like random songs. Like yeah, these, like uh, why the fuck is this album called Jungle Rules? I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like it's Jungle Rules because it's a bunch of random weird shit going on, and there's like you know, like it's just a jungle, uh, it's, it's just it's just just a mess. So that's what I feel. That's what I feel like this album is. This album is a mess. Um, the beat sounded good, but I feel like what the fu- like. 
I don't I don't take away much from French Montana's album. I don't take much away from his music, and um, I don't know if that's a me problem. But overall, like if you can't when you listen to an artist and you just can't really get like where they're from too much as far as like content wise, like yeah, you can get some beats, but like what are you really talking about? What are you really spinning? And um, I just feel like overall French Montana man, he didn't deliver. And like man, when I don't listen to this album, I feel a lot better about myself. Vontae the Pro, do you have a closing question or do you want to get out of here? Uh, man, I don't. I, I've kind of asked all my questions throughout the time. Um, all right. Throughout, throughout the uh, podcast, uh, only thing I will say is. Um, Everybody go to youtube.com slash BPHD TV and go watch the Skrills interview. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> Just definitely do that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a new thing we're doing, so uh, check it out. Support us. Yeah. And uh, if, if you like it, we're going to try to do more. So yes, sir. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, but I'm and, good. Uh, if you guys want to let us know how you feel about this uh, French Montana Jungle Rules album, you guys can let us know on HHR underscore pod mm-hmm. we hashtag team follow back over here so if you fuck with us we fuck with, with you. you all day <laughs> and you can find us on soundcloud stitcher itunes google play uh, uh itunes even if i already said it and uh, <laughs> and uh if you listen to us on itunes make sure you drop a review it really helps us out and uh just Google Hip Hop Review Podcast. You can find us. Yes. We everywhere. Yes, sir. And yet again, go to youtube.com slash BPHDTV and watch our Skrills interview. Um, we plan on doing more of those. Just if you have any requests, any artists we should be interviewing, hit us up. Let us know. But yeah, has- definitely, because we're open to work. Even if you're an artist and like you're growing. Maybe we won't do everybody that sends us, but, yeah. you know, send us something. If we like it, we'll move forward and try to uh, grow together. Yeah, and, and if we don't like it, just bring the bag. That's all. <laughs> but as always, I am Vontae the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie, Will Gill. And this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast, and God damn, we changing the podcast game. Another one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>